Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Awakening Show. I'm your host, Brent Spirit, and today I have a very special episode for you. I'm going to show you how to actually love yourself in a practical and palpable way that will bring about healing and spiritual transformation in your life. I'll be breaking down the most powerful and important spiritual practice of my entire journey thus far. I call it the self-love meditation. It's the practice that triggered my kundalini awakening, and it's the practice that supported me throughout the messy, turbulent healing crisis that followed. It's the practice that I continue to engage in today, something like seven or eight years later. My version of the self-love meditation has been inspired by one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Matt Kahn. He's got incredible teachings and content based around themes of self-love, and I highly recommend his work. This practice is simple and straightforward, but it requires a little bit of theory in order to get the most out of it, which is what I'll be diving into today, in addition to sharing the practice itself, of course. The self-love meditation is a practice that has an auditory component, a visual component, and a kinesthetic component. Now, if one or two of those styles don't resonate with you, no problem, the practice works just as well without them. So it's suitable for everyone. This meditation will allow you to release bottled up emotional pain, conditioning, and resistance. It'll allow you to prove to yourself that you are worthy of love. And of course, you will feel the love directly within your entire system from head to toe. It can be done anywhere, at any time, for any length of time. Now this episode is not a guided meditation, but more of a guide to the practice of the self-love meditation itself. I'll begin with a bit of background and context, share the full practice, and then I'll touch on some notable points to consider. As always, check out brentspirit.com to find more free content, videos, blog posts, and to learn about meeting with me one-on-one to discuss your spiritual journey and challenges. Now let's get right into it, the self-love meditation, how to actually love yourself. Enjoy the episode. The idea of self-love is thrown around a lot within spiritual circles, the self-development community, and anytime we talk about things like work-life balance, mental health, and all of that. But for some, it can be a rather vague idea. What does it really mean to love yourself? How can it be done? Sometimes we take the idea of self-love and confuse it with the idea of self-care. Now, self-care is essential and wonderful. It's necessary to eat well, to move our bodies, to treat ourselves, to rest and relax. But for the purposes of this episode, I want to differentiate between self-love and self-care. Self-love is giving ourselves full permission to think, feel, or experience anything that may arise within our systems from head to toe. This includes thoughts, emotions, feelings, and any kind of sensory experience. Why should we love ourselves in this way? Well, to put it simply, we all carry some form of resistance, conditioning, trauma, pain, and emotional baggage from the past within us. For a multitude of different reasons, we've opted to bottle some of those things up. On some level, we must have felt that it would be safer to be unemotional, to be avoidant, or in denial of our thoughts or feelings. 
Or maybe we felt that it's not spiritual or appropriate to think or feel certain ways, typically in negative ways. Well, emotions are energy in motion. And if we halt that motion, in other words, suppress our emotions with our judgments that they're not good or welcome, then that energy gets lodged within our system. It can be lodged within our muscles, our nervous system, our psyche, our mind, our memories, our chakras. When the energy is lodged within our system, it causes suffering. It adds physical stress to the system. The repressed emotions can influence our actions and behaviors in negative and unhealthy ways. It can prevent us from truly resting, relaxing, and feeling peaceful. It can stop us from being our truest and highest selves. So with this understanding, we can see that it's important to somehow release all of the pent-up resistance that we're carrying within our system. And through the practice of self-love, we can create an environment within ourselves in which we can safely release the things we've bottled up because, as I mentioned, self-love is giving ourselves full permission to think, feel, or experience anything that may arise within us. So through the practice of actively loving ourselves, we can heal our entire system, raise our vibration, and transform our consciousness. All of the resistance can eventually be released and we can attain new depths of relaxation and safety within. So now that you have a bit of background about the practice, let me share it with you. And after that, I'll touch on some notable points for you to consider. The self-love meditation practice is simple. You make yourself comfortable, you put your hands on your heart center, and with each natural breath on the inhale, you imagine a white or gold or violet liquid light glowing and expanding within your heart center like a big orb. On the exhale, allow that orb to explode and spread up to the top of your head and down to the soles of your feet simultaneously. And as you exhale, say, either out loud or in your own heart, I love you. Feel as the light touches every aspect of your being, from head to toe, including all parts of your mind, psyche, memory, chakras, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and body parts. Let that light bathe everything that it comes into contact with. Nothing is to be left out. All is to be absorbed in the light. This light is love, and everything it touches is loved. Repeat this for as many cycles as you feel like. The longer, the better. But there's no right or wrong. This is how you actually love yourself. So that's the whole practice. Very simple and straightforward. But there's a few other points I'd like to make to paint the full picture for you. When we cultivate enough momentum in our practice of self-love, we begin to show ourselves that it's safe to have any experience, thought, or feeling arise within us. This allows our body to feel safe enough to let go of things that have been bottled up. This is how we tell ourselves that it's okay to release things that no longer serve us. We soothe ourselves into feeling safe enough to release, purge, purify, and heal, knowing that when difficult things arise, we aren't going to judge or shut ourselves down as others, or maybe even ourselves, would have in the past. Now, things are changing, 
we're no longer going to judge or condemn ourselves simply for having thoughts and feelings. In the practice, you don't necessarily need to have the visual component of the liquid light love or the kinesthetic sensation of feeling that liquid light love touch all aspects of your system or the auditory experience of saying I love you with each cycle. Feel free to modify the meditation as you see fit. It's not a big deal, as long as you're making a conscious effort to allow every aspect of your system, even and especially the painful and difficult things, to be honored and allowed to be within your awareness. Nothing is to be pushed away. All is welcome within your being. This is the practice of self-love. Of course, I invite you to try and turn the meditation into a full sensory experience, as this will allow you to go really deep. Do this practice often. Do it when things are going well. Do it when things aren't going well. Sometimes you'll get bored and want to give up. Or some part of you will say that it's not working or that it's dumb or cheesy. Love the resistance too and keep going. That's the beauty of this practice. You can always take one step back, zoom out a little bit, and love yourself no matter what's happening inside of you even if intense resistance to the practice itself is what's coming up. For example, I might have a thought arise that says, I doubt this practice even works. In response, I can say to myself, Oh Brent, it's okay that you have doubts arising. Skepticism is welcome here too. I love you. And I can watch and feel as the liquid light love touches the tense parts of my body the restless parts, the doubtful parts. This practice is especially powerful during times of emotional dysregulation and being triggered. You can take space and soothe yourself by loving all the parts of you that feel hurt, sad, betrayed, angry, or any other difficult emotion or feeling. Within your meditation, all kinds of thoughts can arise and you can allow them to be absorbed in the liquid light love without guilt or shame, no matter how horrible, violent, or ugly they may be. This is how you soothe yourself. It's the same thing that you would do for your own young child if they came to you crying in pain. You wouldn't shut them down or tell them to stop having their emotional experience. You would simply hold them and allow them to have whatever thoughts, emotions, or feelings they are having. And you can be the same way with yourself. Hold yourself and allow yourself to experience whatever may come up within your system. Maybe growing up as children, our parents weren't able to hold that type of unconditional, loving, spacious awareness for us. And so maybe they shut us down. And maybe they told us that our emotional experiences weren't valid or that they were inappropriate. And that may have taught us, incorrectly, that our emotions are something to suppress or something that needs to be corrected or that we're not worthy of being held and loved. Well, through this practice, we're going to be able to go in and soothe our inner child and give ourselves the love that we may not have received from our caregivers or from other people in our lives that we expected love from. And of course, through this practice, we can come to an understanding and forgive those people knowing that the reason that they weren't able to love us in the way that we needed was because they weren't able to be that way for themselves. So if we can learn to be that way for ourselves, then naturally we'll be able to be that way for
for others too. Maybe even our children. Maybe it's our partner. Anybody we encounter will benefit from the love that radiates from our heart that we can cultivate through this practice of self-love. So the practice, it's so simple and powerful. And you can do it at any point throughout the day too. In the same way that it's nice to hear our significant other tell us that they love us, it's just as nice for us to say it to ourselves too. And we can and we should do that as often as we remember. If you're familiar with some different meditation styles, you may be wondering how this type of meditation compares with something like Vipassana meditation. They're somewhat similar. Vipassana is a Buddhist style of meditation that involves seeing reality as it is, without judgment. It involves experiencing whatever thoughts, emotions, or feelings that may arise within our awareness with unconditional attention. This is a very powerful technique, as it puts an end to resistance while the practitioner remains in a state of neutrality. But I would argue that the self-love meditation is more powerful to one degree. As we watch and feel the liquid light love absorbing every aspect of our being from head to toe as we say I love you to ourselves, this is more of an active practice than Vipassana, which is a bit more passive. And because the practice is active in this way, involving a deeper level of participation and engagement, I feel that it's more effective and powerful than Vipassana in the long run. However, because it's more active, it might also be more difficult in the initial stages for some. In the beginning, it may seem challenging to practice the self-love meditation because you may have a strong sense of not even feeling worthy of loving yourself. Due to your conditioning, you may feel that love isn't something you deserve. Maybe you feel it's something that you must earn through being a certain way, or maybe you have some doubt or fear of opening yourself up to love. Sometimes, those who told us that they loved us are the ones who hurt us the most, and this can cause us to feel a little hesitant around giving ourselves love now. This is okay. We can still practice loving ourselves. That's why it's called a practice, because it doesn't have to be perfect. We can perhaps forgo the words I love you because they may be too sensitive for us at certain stages. Instead, we can say I see you or I'm here for you or something similar. Whatever feels right for you is okay. Due to this type of unworthiness, we may find ourselves feeling resistance to the practice itself. We might feel restless, fidgety, frustrated, or avoidant. That's okay. Like I mentioned, the beauty of the practice is that we can always take a step back and zoom out and love ourselves no matter what is going on within us. When resistance arises, I invite you to have courage to keep going with the practice anyway. Eventually, you'll have a breakthrough and the practice will start to feel incredible. Remember that courage is a quality of the heart. It comes from the same root as the word cur, which is French for heart. Have courage to love yourself. You are worthy and deserving of love. You must give it to yourself first, and then the world will begin to show you more love too. And of course, you'll then be able to love others and support them in your own way in the midst of their difficult experiences. Through self-love, you can catapult yourself to higher and higher states of consciousness. There are no limits. So I hope today's episode has been valuable to you. 
If you have any questions about the practice or anything related to your spiritual journey, you can send me a line at info at brentspirit.com. If you find this work meaningful and would like to support me with a donation, or if you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, you can visit brentspirit.com for more info. Until next time, I love you all. Peace.